What is up guys? Welcome to 2016 and Under the Cardboard Box podcast. We are your host Arnaldo Castillo and with me is Heidel Martinez. Man, it's so great to be back. How you doing, Heidel? Pretty good, man. Uh long uh rested holiday. Uh it was pretty good. Uh still had to do some work, but it was pretty good. <laughs> you still sound like you're a little tired, huh? Yeah, it's it's, it's been a long long week. That's good, man. Well, I, well, not that it's been a long week, but that you've gotten a rest, I hope. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Man, okay. Well, I hope you folks had a great 2016. I know that we did. Um, I uh, spent a little time away from the city in Kentucky, and they were great. What, what did you do, Heidel? Uh, work, <laughs> honestly. Besides still. that? Yeah. Besides uh, work, uh, just spent time with family. Uh, it was good. You know, it was it was a very good uh end to 2015 i'm looking forward to all the all the stuff that's happening in 2016 uh personally and um you know in gaming yeah sure yeah you know uh for for that you know for that matter we we also want to mention uh the 25th you know the the twitch stream you know thank Mm -hmm. you guys for for tuning in thanks for streaming in guys yeah uh we had we had a couple of viewers there uh spending some time with us uh you know, away from their families to just watch us uh, play, you know, well, you know, watch me <laughs> play. Uh, <laughs> right. Or while they were while they were with their family, I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah. But it was it was good. You know, I got to interact with some of the folks there uh, on the Twitch stream. Uh, they were asking me some questions. Uh, you know, what do I what, what other games do I like to play? Uh, <clears throat> what else I got? Uh, oh, where are you? <laughs> where are you? Uh, yeah. Where are you? Oh, where, <laughs> where was I? Yeah. So, you know. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's good, man. Well, um, yeah, I, I was away. Uh, but I will be on the next Twitch stream. Uh, Twitch stream. Uh, <laughs> Twitch gaming. Uh, I hope to uh, to see a lot of you guys that were there for the first time there. And even an increase. Um, man, we've also... It, we've also increased a lot in in, in numbers. Um, yeah, we got, a, lot we got of a lot of new views, lots of new subscribers. So you know, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. And uh, we you know we decided to let an episode out the Christmas break. Uh, that definitely helped us out a lot. Yeah. You know, so thank you for you know spending some time to listen to us tuning in and you know downloading our episodes. So we definitely increased there. Uh, write to us guys you know always rate comment subscribe on itunes it'll help us out tremendously yeah we definitely want to know what you think uh so let's start this off right man it's 2016 let's do it the cb news all right so first on our list yeah so looks like we got four items today great uh, not much news, I'm guessing, for uh, this week, just because, you know, it's holiday break, so I'm pretty sure lots of people aren't really getting some news out there. They're probably spending time with their families and stuff, so... Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to this new year, though. I'm pretty sure there's going to be lots and lots of news coming out of uh, Hiro Kojima's new mm-hmm. studio. Yeah. Uh, with that being said, uh, we have uh, some news. So, the developer notes happened... Uh, over the week. Okay. So yeah. There. Uh, it's pretty cool. Um, it's really not much, but uh, from my perspective, I see that they're still focusing on getting Metal Gear Solid, uh, you know, a platform. 
It's out. Okay. Uh, They're still focusing on it, uh, which is something I enjoy a lot just because, you know, in retrospect, like this game seems dead. You know, it seems like it's it, it won't, you know, won't come back or whatever, but they're still making efforts on making this game the best that it can be. You yeah. Know? So letting out DLC, these developer notes just keep uh, gamers informed on what's happening next in Metal Gear Online. And I honestly think Metal Gear Online is extremely underrated. What, yeah. what do you think? I, I do, too. Um, people, I don't think people see just how much fun Metal Gear Online can be. Yeah. You know, just different tactics and different ways to do things. It's, uh, they keep, you know, upping the ante every yeah. time. Yeah. So. Yeah, true. Uh, yeah. So, uh, in Volume 7 of the de- uh, Designer Notes, the Metal Gear Online developers talk about some of the weapons balance adjustments made in the December updates, as well as changes they're looking into for future updates, such as customizable shirts. So, uh, there's already a few like DLCs that come with like the fatigue snake and, and the yeah, boss and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. So they're, they're getting more into that, but, uh, this is straight from the developer notes. It goes quote for our seventh designer notes. Uh, we feature some of the different weapon balances adjustments made for version 1.02. Let's discuss one of the bigger changes, the shotgun increase effective knockback range lethal shotguns when used at short range. Uh, if it doesn't kill, can knock an enemy down even if the opponent is shield equipped. Blast can still knock them down to the ground. Furthermore, the opponent can also drop their shield in the process. The knockback range increases from S1000 all the way to RASAP TBSG. So, uh, incidentally, if you're within 5 meters uh, of the shotgun, you can also knock an enemy to the ground. Sounds pretty good. Sounds good. Yeah. I didn't so. know that about the whole shield thing, though. Yeah, yeah. Me now, neither. Now when I see an opponent with a shield, it's, it's on. It's on. <laughs> uh, they also say, let's talk about uh, draw speed. Since machine guns and several AMR7 have stronger attack power than many other weapons, that power and recoil, recoil has been left alone while reducing the draw speed. Likewise, in the event of... In the event an enemy is using a shotgun, if you are knocked down or in a state of flinch, you will not be able to return fire. In other words, when going up against someone using a shotgun, keep your wits about you, as they uh, say. So you're pretty much screwed. Yeah, yeah. So if they knock if, you back. Yeah, if they even if they make you flinch, yeah. you're done. Yeah. Okay. Um, Unless they miss. So And they hit your aura. Yeah. Well, good luck um, with that. Additional adjustments were also made uh, to the support weapon stun grenade in version 1.01. If you are not facing the point of explosion, you can find yourself temporarily blinded due to the flash. However, in version 1.02, as long as you are facing away from the explosion, you will not be affected. More weapon adjustments were added in version 1.02, so be sure to check them out there. All good stuff. We're looking into a few additional changes for our next update, so now they're getting into... uh, which is uh, which will be the January update. Mm-hmm. Uh, in previous MGO titles, it took a little more effort than a single kick to wake up your knocked out allies. Listening to player feedback, we're looking into requiring that extra effort to wake up your allies. What? Yeah. So I don't know if you remember that, but yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you would have to like kick them like three times. Three times. But, but oh, come on. Yeah. I don't so, know how I feel about that, man. So uh, that there is a greater risk when you stick your neck out to revive your friends. Another update we've been exploring is the return of MGL t-shirt. Unlike uh, previously, previous, however, we'd like the t-shirt gear 
uh, piece to be customizable with different colors and patterns to let players uniquely express themselves and match their attire. So we're evaluating these additional changes to the game in addition to working on the previously announced DLC, which we haven't heard about. Uh, look forward to more in the future. So, yeah. What okay. do you feel about that? Man, well, uh, I mean, I'm one who usually sticks his neck out to, like, save his friends. Yeah. Or to, you know, when they're being fulton So it's kind of like, now I got to kick him more than once. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just reminds me of, of the past, uh, you know, past Metal Gear iterations, uh, you know. Just like how we were saying before, got to kick them like three times to wake them up. Yeah, yeah. Or in MGS4, you have to, you know, press triangle to like kind of like pat them. Right, right. It's like, yeah. get up, you yeah. know, kind of a thing. Yeah, that, that kind of sucks because maybe, you know, it does put you at risk. Uh, a lot of risk, especially with the whole Fulton thing, though. You, you know what I mean? Like, for them to Fulton you, they can Fulton you in like a couple of seconds. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. now they can't even wake you up. Yeah, true. True. Like, just like that. But... Yeah. We go on, right? Yeah. So, what do you got? So, apparently, Hideo Kojima... Um... He started his, uh... He started in his production this year. Um, he also tweeted out... Uh, and I quote... Happy New Year. Wishing you have a good one. Nice. Uh, we've got some more quotes for him. Uh, he continues by saying... The year 2016 is my 30th year... Of being in this industry. I'll make this year a fresh start to do my best. Man. That sounds pretty uh, confident there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I. It's also humbling. Just because he just came out of one of the biggest, you know, uh, production like ever in in history. For it for him, you know, I, I think this was his biggest game that, you've, that he's ever made. But <clears throat> honestly, he has... He has all the right to to be confident and all that, you know, for yeah. everything that he's been through. Well, I, I can't wait to see his first work. Uh, we are happy for uh, Mr. Uh, Kojima and his new start, and we wish you the best of luck. Um, man, bring it on. Yeah. Uh, so uh, last time we were, uh, our last episode, we mentioned that there is an extended soundtrack track list. Yeah, so, I remember, yeah. Uh, so I'm pretty sure that came out already. So it's 114 tracks, uh, which is five hours and 45 minutes of music in total. Uh, most of the songs are made by Ludwig Forsell, who made, uh, you know, most of the Metal Gear Solid 5 soundtracks. So okay, uh, I'm not going to read all 114 of them, but... No, no, yeah. no. So some of them are like The Burning Man, uh, which is when you're getting chased by Vulgan. Uh uh, there's some Ground Zeroes in there as well. Some Ground Zeroes soundtracks in here. Uh, let's see, what else? Uh, there's Kingdom of the Flies, which is a good song. Uh, there's different Afghan uh, Afghanistan phases. So if you're in invasion mode, caution, sneaking mode, uh, there's there's different stuff. So like for every play style, there's obviously there's different music for that. Um, and then there's even <laughs> Game Over uh music in here which is pretty interesting i want to definitely hear what that's all about there's a happy birthday uh out uh, uh easter egg in here yeah so uh that was cool um and then uh, uh happy birthday karaoke which is a different one and then you have uh morgan radio intro and mogren radio outro which i have no idea what that is i guess we'll find out so i mean i know you said you wanted to buy it so, yeah, yeah, I am. So 
I, I guess I just kind of got to see what that is. So mm-hmm. look for that, guys. Uh, I think it came out uh, last week, I believe. So, you know, it's on iTunes now. So you can definitely check it out and see <clears throat> see what it's all about. Uh, some, you know, some people, whoever's music fans and stuff, if you're not even... Uh, if you're not even a Metal Gear fan, just, you know, maybe check it out. Maybe you'll like it and stuff. So, uh, I think the ESL leagues happened over the week and yeah, you got the winner. Let's, let's just say we want to give a congratulations, um, to, uh, ProLogic on winning the preseason cup. This one's apparently the number fourth. This is the fourth cup. Um, congratulations, nice. uh, in North America. Yeah. Yeah. Great so job, guys. Great good job. job. Good job. Uh, I mean, that's hard to do. Uh, I tried to get in, but I don't know. I was just like, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> you chickened out? No, it's just more like just time didn't allow me to do it more like for Sundays and stuff. And then, uh, I don't know. I just uh, like, I don't know. I, you were just I get, overwhelmed, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And, and plus, like, you really need a team. You know, like, you, you, it's hard to do it alone. More working with people you, know. you don't know, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, that's it. That's that's our news. It's a pretty yeah. short week for news. Not too overwhelming, huh? Yeah, yeah. So, like we mentioned before, uh, if you if you didn't know, this is a Metal Gear podcast, but we are also doing uh, Kojima Productions stuff. Uh-huh, so, of course, uh, we feel that he's part of the Metal Gear saga and the lore and the the fanatics of Metal Gear. And anything that he does, uh, we will be covering it here at Under the Cardboard Box. So look forward to some of that uh, stuff that he brings out. I don't think his game is going to come out anytime soon. But, you know, hopefully we have some news uh, that's that's available coming from his studio. Um, you know, it just was announced last month, last year. And we're looking forward to all the new stuff that he's going to bring. Yeah, man. And uh, also, I'm looking forward to uh, using those, uh, well, looking at those new MGO updates. Um, it explains a lot. It explains a lot. Uh, I mean, I, I tossed a stun grenade once and it didn't really get somebody. So I guess it explains that they, maybe they would have they would have been looking away or something like that. Yeah, yeah. True. So who knows? Yeah. Uh, hey. Well. Well, let's keep going. So, but let's get on to uh, the next segment. Tips with Arnoldo. All right, so this next part, uh, we're introducing it new to 2016. Uh, we call it Tips with Arnaldo. Uh, you've probably heard it being teased over the last few episodes, but we have a lot of cool segments that we want to add this coming year. This is one of them. Um, Arnaldo is the person to give me tricks, tips all the time in Metal Gear. Like, hey, if you try it this way, you know that if you... I remember a long time ago... Uh, when we were in middle school, he said, hey, you know that if you crouch in Metal Gear Solid 1, your health regenerates. So I remember that. And I think they added that in like every other Metal Gear game, you know, which is which is awesome. So to share his knowledge here, uh, you know, you may be a veteran Metal Gear player or a casual player, uh, but it's you know good to know, refresh that memory and stuff and get some things that maybe you didn't know. Uh, so we're starting off with this year's tri- tips with Arnaldo. All right. Well, I am no expert. Um, this wasn't my idea, but I said, what the heck? So these, uh, these three tips here are just for the online. They've, uh, helped me out and, uh, I see a, see it as great results. Now 
Uh, my first tip for you guys is always carry a cardboard box in your inventory. Yes, I know it weighs you down, but it is so worth it. I mean, understand, guys, that the cardboard box protects you from stun grenades, protects you from um, uh, Fulton cannons, and, uh, you know, uh, you've heard me say this before, but if you are marked and you get into the cardboard box and you, you know, slip out of it while the cardboard box it maintains its, you know, in the, in the place, your marker gets attached to the cardboard box. So you can use it as a distraction or to just become unmarked. It's up to you. Now, my second tip um, is I call it ducking and throwing. Now, a lot of times you might get shot at and, you know, I caught you by surprise and hopefully you didn't die. Now, your first instinct is to always duck. Ducking will become your best friend. Now, why do I call ducking and throwing? You want to equip something. Uh, I prefer the stun grenade, but... If you duck and you instantly throw the stun grenade in the direction you're shot, most likely you're going to catch the guy. Try not to throw it too close to yourself, but you'll catch the person who's shooting at you and you'll stun them. This has happened to me and you can change the game around. Uh, another thing is the Fulton Cannon. Now, if you're using the Fulton Cannon, understand that this is a very neat trick. It is one of the ways that I... Get into first place um, without killing anybody, you know, or killing very little. Place the Fulton Cannon in places which you see them going through all the time. Um, placing the Fulton Cannon there helps you uh, to catch them off guard if they have um, a high kill streak or rather a lot of bounties on their head. It's easy way to um, turn the tides and get yourself maybe even 2,000 points or more. Um, now guys understand that there's also another little neat trick that I like to do. I like to, uh, hide the Fulton cannon under a cardboard box. So using all, using both of those tricks, if you're ever marked, uh, what you can do is get inside the cardboard box, jump out of it. Your box will be marked right next to the box, put a Fulton cannon. So when someone sees that you're marked and you're just standing there, chances are they're coming running. They'll get caught by the Fulton Cannon. There you go. So, those are my three tips for you. I hope they help you out. Let me know what, to, what they uh, um, they do for you in the comments section or send us an email to see how they worked. It's awesome. Uh, thanks so much, man, for that. And if you guys have some tips and tricks that you want to share, um, I'd definitely like to read it here on the show. We would, we would love it, yeah. So, just let us know if, if you have, hey, you know, you guys should try this or anything you want to share that maybe... Uh, Arnaldo didn't mention or anything uh, we'll definitely put it in one of your tips and tricks for, for that week yeah definitely this will be uh, we will try to get this on every episode for tips and tricks with me apparently <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah I hope it helps alright well that brings us to our next segment which is our Codec Conversation The Codec Conversation all right, looks like we have a listener submission question. Uh, you can write into under the cardboard box at gmail.com, just like Christopher Gibson did. He said, Back in the day, MGS2 set the standards for a lot of amazing games, but one part that is heavily criticized or heralded is the storyline. I, for one, loved it. This was my first Metal Gear and deep storylines that don't quite explain everything. Uh, 
make the world feel more like a book where you have to fill in some of the holes with your imagination. It was also fueled by the love of conspiracy uh, and even made a game out of convincing my fellow schoolmates that the Patriots were a real clandestine entity, which is hilarious. <laughs> uh, all, of, all that leads up to this question. What part of Metal Gear Universe story do you think falls flat? There's always a lot of unexplained things in the series, but what to you is the most glaring fault? Uh, and he said, he added in the end, possible quote for the end of the game. Don't let the fear get to you. When you give in to the fear, the darkness comes. Which was said by uh, Peter Stillman. Yeah, yeah, the uh, bomb too. expert. Yeah. Uh, so what do you think about that? Well, uh, that is a good question. Uh, I, for one, after, you know, when I first played MGS2, I was not a fan because you were no longer playing a solid snake for the majority of the game. Um, and it was a bit confusing at first, uh, you know, and Raiden is introduced, you know, nothing about him, you know, he apparently has girl troubles with Rose. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's about it. Uh, but as far as the story goes, after I played it, you know, um, you know, when I got a little bit older and wiser, the story is really cool. You know, if you think yeah. about it, it's a little out there, but it's it's really, it's really really deep and dark. Um, uh, lots and lots of hilarious bloopers, uh, like in the end, and uh, the the soda, the the straw. <laughs> covering right oh in. yeah 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 and, when they're uh, in the torture room and uh colonel going berserk yeah you know turn off the game you know what's <laughs> funny is that i i literally thought my ps2 was breaking because um my memory card wasn't working at that time okay so i Yo, had a memory to, card bro yeah memory card yeah man. she doesn't know what a memory card is she's too young for she's you she's too young for <laughs> so my memory card wasn't working and i was gonna get a new memory card uh the next day so I was just going to put it in, you know, and save my game. So I didn't want to turn off my PlayStation 2 for that reason. So I left it on the whole night and everything. Stop it. So I got to that part and, you know, Colonel was like, you got to turn off your game. You've been playing for too long. And I'm like, holy crap, how does he know that? <laughs> you know, like. It's like technology. Yeah. Bro. I'm like, how does he know that? And then, you know, I think you told me and some other people were just like, yeah. And then when that part happened, I'm like, wait, that part happened to you too? You know, so I was just like, oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> but it, it's that, funny. That was part of the, did you turn off your system? No. God, no. <laughs> I didn't have my memory card. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Um, well, man, MGS2, um, basically, it, it, it was almost a basic uh, revamp of part one. Uh, the mission was to recreate a soldier like Solid Snake <clears throat> in this guy named Raiden. Yeah. You know, put him through similar trials. All orchestrated by the Patriots. Yeah. Which, by the way, good job on trying to convince your friends that the Patriots were real. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's awesome, cool. Christopher. Um, but I think Hideo had a lot of time to kind of fix any, uh, you know, any games that were flat or whatever the case may be by, um, by just, you know, having other games to explain it. Yeah, uh, and a good medium for that is uh, on PlayStation 3 when Metal Gear Solid 4 came out, some, an app came out for it, which was, I think, one of the first interactive apps I've seen on, on PlayStation 3 uh, was the Encyclopedia, uh, which you can actually go back and look at each storyline and how it affects this and who's part of this. 
and uh, who connects to who. Uh, it's actually a great uh, uh, place to actually go back to the Metal Gear uh, lore and the timeline. I'm not sure. Maybe we should look into that if they added some stuff from Metal Gear Solid Five, which I highly doubt. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, mean, we can go back. I have the encyclopedia. Yeah, yeah. Since I have, still have a PS3, but I, I don't, I don't know. I'll, I'll check. I'll yeah, check, and we'll, check we'll get out. back to you guys in the next episode. Yeah, so between Metal Gear Solid 3 and Metal Gear Solid 4, uh, it has, you know, Metal Gear Solid 4 is technically the last one in the timeline, technically. Um, Metal Gear Solid 3, obviously said in the past, it's pretty much the inception, the beginning of Metal Gear Solid, uh, the story, pretty much, you know, when with Big Boss. There was a lot of loose ends that we, well, things that we didn't know. You know, lots of gaps between it uh, from Metal Gear 3 and 4 were just like, man, but Big Boss this and this and what happened with him, you know, and, and everything that happened back then with, uh, you know, Outer Heaven and all of that stuff, uh, which we do know some of the stuff from in Metal Gear uh, for the MSX. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 5 tied that all together. Uh, I feel like they did a, a excellent job tying it together. Um, I just feel like the, 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 the delivery was just... A little lackluster. If you want, listen to our episode two, and you'll find out what we're talking about. I don't want to spoil anything here, but uh, for sure, I think Hideo Kojima he didn't go in with the intentions of the ending of Metal Gear Solid Five from the get go. I don't think he did. I think he worked game from game, and he decided <laughs> within each game, like uh, this guy would be connected to this guy. You know, like uh, Siggins and this and etc. You know, kind of stuff. So uh, all the connections that he made, I think he made it during the game. I don't think his plans were always like, "Hey, I'm gonna make this." This is big. Big boss is gonna be a character when he made uh, Metal Gear Solid One, and he, and he's gonna be playable and all that. And you're, he's gonna have a story. Um, you know, I don't think he ever had that in mind. Uh, but Metal Gear Solid Three came out. And I think he was just, he decided to do it that way. Um, I'm glad he did. You know, Big Boss is, is awesome. But uh, there's certain things, there's certain aspects that I, I didn't get. Um, there were like gaps between those. But Metal Solid 5 kind of fixed those. What do you think? Yeah, I don't think uh, Hideo Kojima came in with all those details. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I guess he, he felt like he needed to make part 5 to kind of like explain a lot of the things away. Yeah, yeah, For instance, of if you go into the credits at the end, you know, there's always a timeline. You know, I won't spoil anything. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's always a timeline in which, you know, certain years pass and this happens and years pass and this happens. And then you find out something about Metal Gear 1, um, which explains the whole mystery of, of, of Big Boss. Yeah. And uh, so, I mean, I, I don't... I know that Hideo Kojima, or I can't say that, but I I believe he didn't have all his ducks in a row when creating these games. He just like did it as they go. It's like, hey, I'm going to make a prequel yeah, to explain this and this and that. And hey, I'm going to use that to explain this and to tie this together. So it, he's really been tying knots um, by making more games, which is why I think he did that. I mean, because honestly, after MGS... Three, I, I I've said this in another podcast, but I believe MGS three could have been the only game about Big Boss, and it would have been fine. Not that I don't appreciate Ground Zeroes and MGS five, The Phantom Pain, 
but in story wise, you know, story wise, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but story wise, MGS three could have explained away Big Boss perfectly, and yeah. that would have been it. That would have been. But it. Uh, I believe Hideo knew that he had loose ends from other games in the past and connecting. I mean, man, I, I don't know what it is, man, but Hideo Kojima's games, everybody's like connected. Yeah, everyone. like for some reason, like yeah, he's he's a he's a fan of that. Yeah, I don't think that originally he thought that Sigit would be the DARPA chief. Yeah, Donald no, Anderson in part def- one definitely did not. Think or that. or that um, yeah. paramedic was the one who created you know Frank Yeager. Frank Yeager, and yep. he killed her. I don't I don't think no. like I didn't think he was for it. it as as Doctor Clark was just a, a doctor before MGS three. Yeah. And yeah. the DARPA chief was just the DARPA chief before MGS3. Or, or, or connecting each Johnny. Yeah, connecting each Johnny. He's like, hey, explain- uh, let's just run with this guy. Yeah, yeah it's like, uh, or explaining why Johnny's named Johnny. Or the, yeah. why there is a Johnny. So we have different children, I guess. Right. Yeah, I, I think that uh, something I do think that should be uh, said or, or at least have a story for is, is Solid Snake's past um, before Metal Gear. Uh, you know, having having a story for that, you know, maybe when he was training with with Big Boss, as as they say, uh, and you know, just just to see how that was. You know, we we did get a character, you know, in Metal Gear Solid Five that obviously was explained a little bit, and you get to see his childhood. But I want to see Solid Snake's childhood, like or his his growing up. How how was it? You know, he's he's the main protagonist of this of this universe. Technically, right. you know, so I think he deserves that. Um, that right? Uh, I'm I'm a lot more interested in the story between MGS two and what happened after between uh, the events from that game and MGS four. You know, uh, yeah. it says ten years passed. Right. What were they doing in those ten years? What was Raiden doing? What was he training? Uh, I mean, we know he he trained to be a ninja practically. Yeah. Um. But you know, just just knowing what you know, going uh, between Snake's Solid Snake struggles, um, his accelerated aging, all of that. I think I want I want some explanation. I want to know what happened. I know yeah. they were looking for uh, Sunny, which is Olga's daughter, um, to try to rescue her from the Patriots. I want to know how they got her. Yeah, yeah. Like where was she? Uh, You're right. How did they get her out? Who and, got her uh, out? What about a uh, uh, you know Cyborg Ninja? You know, explore that <laughs> that story. You know, there's after Metal Gear One, what happened? You know, all the way to Metal Gear Solid uh, One. That'd be a cool storyline. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they briefly explain that. You know, uh, he becomes Null, of course, in um, uh, Portable Ops, and you know, uh, apparently Big Boss rescues him. But there's 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 a few gaps that are still missing. Yeah. So so I guess to answer the question, it's just. Man, uh, after Hideo Kojima has had some time to kind of correct these flaws, I don't see where it where it falls flat, um, or where it doesn't make it any more interesting. Because when you play the the future games that are in the past, you're kind of like, okay, now that makes more sense. Yeah. Um. Now, what's not revealed too much, too much into detail, is Raiden's past. We know that he's he's adopted by Solidus. Yeah. As a child soldier. Uh, we don't know anything uh, before that. We know he was a pretty Jack the Ripper e- efficient killer. Uh, 
all that junk. As you a know? kid. As a kid. <laughs> so, well, I mean, even as an adult. I mean, well, no, no, I'm saying like he started off. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know. I, I just want to know why he can't remember any of that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know? That's, so, uh, that's true, yeah. That's true. I mean, I've always said it. Um, they should definitely remake the originals. You know, the MSX ones. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm happy they did, uh, you know, Metal Gear Rising. But I think that i don't know if you remember but when they first teased that game uh i think it was no it was it was called metal gear rising and then later it was changed to metal gear revengeance but uh the, i remember that th- that demo it, it was running on the same engine that metal gear solid 4 was running on clearly you know when he was cutting up the pineapple and stuff like that i feel like that that game that was being made was more story driven towards uh Raiden's past and like between the absence of two and four uh, I think we would have gotten answers there. Obviously, uh, they went with Platinum Games and they went a different direction. Uh, the story was good. It was decent, you know, but not much Metal Gear in it. You know, I think it was more Platinum, more gameplay, more action and stuff. Uh, typical hack and slash and stuff. Still very good game. Uh, I feel like, though, that before it got canned by Kojima, um, it it would have been cool to see that story. You know, which makes me think now, was it really... Hideo Kojima who canned that project or was it Konami you know like <laughs> that could have been that could have been the the very beginning of of this whole ordeal with Konami and Kojima to think about it because remember how how kind of it was it was pretty big on the headlines it was it was like you know um Hideo Kojima chose a different studio like I guess they weren't working on it well when he saw it his team you know maybe Konami told him hey can this project and give it to someone else because we don't have the budget or something I don't know who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Point that is, been, is, that could have been the inception. I mean, yeah, yeah. Point is, it is now. It's out now. Um, I mean, if you haven't played it yet, uh, go play it, and you'll uh, get a little more about after MGS Four. But uh, I hope that answers your question. Uh, we welcome anybody to just email us and um, yeah, you know, ask us whatever you guys want. Yeah, you could email us at under the cardboard box at gmail dot com. Uh, we we like hearing things from you guys. Uh, you know, just just let us know. We like reading it. That brings us to our last segment of the day. You ready? I never am. Who's that? All right. So, if you haven't heard the rules of the game, I'll go over them very very quickly. So I give Hyro a phrase, a line, a dialogue between two people, who, whatever it is. Point is, it's from an MGS game, a Metal Gear Solid game. Metal Gear game could be whatever. His job is to guess who said it to who, <laughs> which game, and where. <laughs> there you go. He's getting it now. So, you ready? I'm ready. Okay. This is a dialogue between two people. All right? The first person says, How did you get in? And the second person responds by saying, Fast rope descent from a Navy chopper. Okay. Metal Gear Rising, Revengeance, Cancelled Project, okay, Episode okay, 4. Okay, none of that. <laughs> none of that. Okay, say You're it again. correct. Say it again. The first person says, How did you get in? And the second person responds by saying, Fast rope descent from a Navy chopper. Fast rope descent from a Navy chopper. Okay. 
Let's see here. Okay. I'm just going to go for it. Metal Gear Solid 2. Raiden asking Snake, how did he get here? And Snake replies, fast rope descent by a Navy chopper. Metal Gear Solid 2, final answer. You're correct. Hey! Yes. You're, you're I get, vaguely remembered it. <laughs> you're getting pretty good at this. Yeah, yeah. Or I, maybe I'm being too easy on you. Please don't go easier. <laughs> you want to <laughs> go for one more? No, no, no. I'm okay. Thanks. <laughs> I'm I think kidding. I want to start the new yeah, year like this. <laughs> yeah, like, okay. All right. So, um, so guys, there you go. There, he's got it correct. That was uh, MGS2, in which you find uh, Snake for the very first time. Uh, Raiden is a little skeptical. Holds him up with his own gun and uh, ask him how he got in. And Snake replies by saying, fast rope descent from a Navy chopper. So right. there you go. And then, you you know, you see the little cockroach come out of him. So, <laughs> you know, he's like obviously lying, yeah. but Raiden doesn't know that. Yeah. Um, but good job, bro. Thanks, man. Again, we have this quiz every podcast. Um, and we would love to hear your suggestions as we've been receiving some. Um, and, uh, let's just put Heidel to the test. He's been getting pretty good. Uh, I'm trying, I'm trying. I gotta, I gotta play the old games. I gotta play the old games and maybe uh, stop skipping the cutscenes and stuff. (laughs) Yeah, stop, stop. It's it's gonna get real next time. (laughs) I'm I'm gonna bring a difficult one next time. Hold me to that, guys. Yeah. Uh, and if you have a trivia that you wanna maybe give to us and, or give to Arnaldo to ask me, uh, then you could, uh, send it over at Under the Cardboard Box. So... Listen, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, This has been a great, great year last year. Now we're in 2016. Uh, Look forward to a lot of new content, a lot of news-worthy stuff. Uh, I'm looking forward to the DLC, Metal Gear Solid DLC. Uh, What about you? Are you looking forward to that? I am, man. I'm I'm looking forward to uh, playing this game more and more and looking for new things. Yeah, I'm looking forward to Kojima's new game. I'm... Hopefully, suspecting that he comes out on E3. E3 is just a couple of months away. I know we're super far from it, but uh, uh, I want to do something special for E3 for sure. Definitely. Definitely. Also, guys, we want to introduce to you, since we were so popular on Twitch when we did it on Christmas, we want to make this a weekly thing. Yep. So, we will be doing Twitch every week on Thursdays, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um... Come through, you know, give us some comments, give us some tips if you want. Yeah. We won't only be playing Metagross Solid 5, mostly all the time, but we'll be playing Metagross Solid uh, 2, 3, uh, some of the stuff that, uh, you know, that has come out, like the collections and stuff like that. So, you know, we'll be playing all sorts of Metal Gear games. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mostly online. Yep. Of course, just so that you'll stay entertained. Um, So come on through, guys. Uh, Let's... Let's watch this Twitch grow. Yeah, yeah. I want to definitely do some speedruns on some of our favorite games. Uh, I know I'm, I've am i been trying to do some speedruns on Metagear Solid 3. I was practicing last year. Uh, so, uh, I don't know if you know this company, but they uh, their game's done quick. Uh, I think that's their name. And they do, like, charity and stuff like that. So, uh, I definitely want to get into that. And we will be announcing that very soon. Uh, just doing speedruns on games and, you know raising some money for for some awesome kids awesome people any awesome awareness that's that's out there uh 
So look for that every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, correct? Eastern Standard Time, yes. Yeah, so uh, we will definitely like to see you guys there. So subscribe to our Twitch channel. Uh, we'll be there every Thursday. Yeah, you can just search for us under the cardboard box and just we'll be right there. Uh, Twitch us, uh, you know, talk to us over there and we want to see some of your Twitches too. You know, if you have any Twitch streams that you do over the week, you know, send us an email. We'll check them out and we'll shout them out on the uh, a Metal Gear, preferably Metal Gear kind of stream uh, for the show. We'll shout them out here. Right. <clears throat> and another thing is uh, we well, we might Twitch on other days. It, it's not a guarantee, though, but we are planning to make it on Thursdays officially. So, yeah. I mean, pass by and maybe you'll catch us. But Thursdays, you will catch us at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. For sure. You can subscribe to this podcast at Under the Cardboard Box Podcast. We come out every Tuesday. So search for us on iTunes. And we also are on YouTube. We have videos coming out every Friday. So if you want to follow us on uh, YouTube, just subscribe to Under the Cardboard Box. And as well as SoundCloud with the same name. Uh, and if you like Twitter, uh, you use Twitter constantly, just like we do. Uh, you can follow us at the UCBB podcast. That's at the UCBB podcast. Uh, we post some stuff there, you know, talk about, um, you know, obviously Metal Gear and our thoughts on things. And we're live tweeting as well. And also we have a new logo. So if you guys obviously seen it now on the thumbnail, we have a new logo. So ho hopefully you guys like it. We wanted to make it, you know, something new for the new year, uh, something that looks more colorful you know it's not so dull as before black and white although i did like that one too but i think this one uh kind of captures uh, what we're doing so you know check us out uh on all those you know itunes and everything but also rate comment and subscribe it will help us tremendously with all that said guys it has been great it has been a great 2015 we welcome 2016 and we want to do it together with you we are ucbb and we are also signing up. Yeah, uh, between Metal Gear Solid two and uh, and th and three and four, you know, all those games like three is set in the past. You know, uh, Metal Gear Solid four uh, technically in the timeline, uh, it's it's the last story known to uh, Metal Gear Solid uh, four. <laughs> the train always passes it always when does I this man. It throws you <laughs> always, off. always. It's only with me. Cut. It's only with me. This is a dialogue between two people. Between two people? Okay. Yeah. The first person says, Are you <laughs> kidding 
me. This happened at the end of the year, Heidel. This is happening again. Oh my goodness. I'm getting FaceTime. I, I quit. That's it. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> what are you doing, dude? What am I doing? You're spoiling it. Spoiling Metal Gear 1? Metal Gear Solid 5. Can't spoil that, dude. It's a spoiler. We did a spoil cast. Yes, a spoiler cast, which listen... I just said it. Listen to episode two. What the heck? Cut. We're reading. We're checking it out. Um, So please send us an email at um, under the cardboard box podcast at gmail.com. No, that's a cut. So uh, you can subscribe to this podcast every Tuesday. That doesn't make sense because you can subscribe any day. You can subscribe Friday. You can subscribe Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. You can stop talking now. I know. You can subscribe to this podcast every Tuesday at Under the Cardboard Do Box. They can subscribe any day. <laughs> any day. You can subscribe to this podcast at Under the Cardboard Box Podcast. Every Tuesday we come out. Uh, so just... Hey, you saw how I caught that one, right? <laughs> Yo, you were ready to chew on me, bro. You were ready for that. I saw you. <laughs> Cut. And that's our show.